Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. It's beginning to look a lot like... No, just up here, maybe, because we just got a shit ton of snow. Fuck all of you who don't. Uh, the bummer thing about living in Canada, but the great thing is, hey, get wrestling. You get wrestling? You probably do, otherwise you wouldn't be listening uh, to this show, another damn wrestling show. I'm one of your hosts, Matt, and with me are my buddies from the back of the bus. Joe. <laughs> this is Titus. How's it going, guys? I'm jealous about the snow. Tell me more about it and talk slowly. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's powdery. It's white. Yes. And I had to shovel a shit ton of it off my driveway when I got home from work. I don't, I don't have that problem. But the first two things really worked for me. Yeah. I <clears throat> hate snow. I hate it so much. I do, it, too. And we don't have a Disney World is the only things I don't like about living in Canada. Uh, <laughs> no Disney. Well, you know, you never know. It's only an 1,100-mile drive for me because that's the only <laughs> way I go is by car. 1,100 mile. It's a mile. One single 1,100 mile. It's a one single 1,100 mile. I think my voice cut out, actually, but... Uh yeah, it's a good trip. I don't mind doing it. I actually want to do it right now. I fucking love that place. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. It's I, the greatest. I'd go without my kid. Fucker. I'll go for a long weekend. <laughs> yeah, they'll I'll slow you shit. down. I'll send you pictures, motherfucker. <laughs> Enjoy this. Yeah, that's right. I'm gonna go on. I'm gonna go on all the rides I couldn't go on when we brought you. How about that? That's right. How you like them apples? That's right. Uh, uh you're a good dad. Yeah. You're a good dad, Joe. Anyway, so what? So so what's up? What's up, guys? I have, well, a, I, have a, I have a quick message to send you all from from the wife. Uh-huh. Uh, oh yeah, well let's hear let's hear that. Yeah, Annie. Yeah, Annie, Annie. You heard her last to, week. You heard her she last get, week. She she um she said she'll um she can't make it. I couldn't make it to, tonight. And, oh yeah. yeah. So she she said she sent me in her that you know that she'll she'll be on and come on That's pretty soon. Booty tooty booty. Yeah. <laughs> Show is show is, and right. the thing that I mean, can we just go to that real quick? Like, it's not even funny, Rudy. Two D, it's just not even. It's not even amusing. Well, here's what happened with that. <laughs> I don't I, care. I, I, like, I, I, no, I can. You're not going to get me to say that. I can explain like, it in one sentence. I can explain it in one sentence as to why it wasn't funny. It came out of Chris Jericho's mouth. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Jericho's actually very funny. I think I've never not once, always, but no, he definitely like, bats. He definitely bats way below average. Did you not love it way back WCW days? I know I'm, go- I'm going back a ways, but way back WCW days when he was feuding with Dean Malenko, who was the man of a thousand holds, and he goes, I know a thousand and one holds. And he just had that huge ream of computer paper that was still attached to each other, and he was reading off holds he knew, and he just kept, like, he would be like, arm bar, arm drag. And he was just <laughs> reading them, and then every once in a while he'd go back to arm bar. I would have shut my TV off had I oh seen my that. God, it was so funny. I think they went to commercial. They came back, and he was still reading off things. But that's all he was doing. <laughs> and he was still just, only on A's. Oh, my God. It was the best. Attitude he was like adjustment. Up. He, he can be entertaining. Okay. Yeah. I'm not going to. He can be. But, I mean, I'll, I just, over the years, I have, you know, not really, I don't really like him very much. And, you know, he's a podcast that I never listened to and a podcast and, and I, yeah, sometimes he comes out and it is like, Oh yeah, he really is saving raw, you know, you know, but sometimes man, like last night, I'm sorry. I know we're skipping ahead here quite a bit, but I just, just, I gotta say like you, you saying that over Rudy to like you saying that over again, over and again, you know, Y2J, like, that is not going to make me say. How about if you well, said something saying, funny he was saying it over and over again to get the crowd to pick up? Seventeen on other thousand people said. Oh, I know. It I know yeah. why he was doing it, but yeah. like he, then he said something else that was actually funny, and that got over more than Rudy Tooty Pooty or whatever. The back and of the bus like, line. Which one? The back of the bus line. That that went over, right? <laughs> no. 
Oh. Now, something else. He said something about New Day, and he said something about Big E or something, and and that got over like it's the crowd letter. actually. I think it's called him a letter. Yeah, I forget. Yeah, but it's something else got over more, and it was like, well, just go with that then. You know, it's it's supposed to be organic, Chris. I mean, you know, it's supposed to I be just, like. I just never got into him. I I mean, I never hated him. Like he's not like Roman Reigns to me, but I just I don't find him funny. I don't like that he's back. I'm tired of him trying to quote unquote save the WWE. We're fine. We don't need you. Well, um, you may be wondering yeah. that if two out of the three hosts in here don't like him, or at least don't like what he's doing currently, why? We're opening the show talking about Chris Jericho. And the answer is he got a little bit of controversy. We opened our show by uh, saying the back of the bus. Joe's mentioned it before. And Jericho used it to refer to the New Day. And a bunch of people apparently got up in arms thinking this was a racial comment, uh, which admittedly is not beyond the pale of possibilities. Obviously, uh, back in uh, you know the civil rights movement, uh, one of the things they were fighting for was the right to sit wherever the hell they wanted on a bus. You know, black people had to sit in the back of the bus. So when white older Chris Jericho tells the three black wrestlers, calls them the back of the bus boys or what whatever however he worded it, I could see theoretically how someone could jump to that's a racial slur or that's a racial comment. To me, I just thought I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Kind of like I didn't get Trap Queen because uh, I'm old and white. And I didn't get the reference two weeks ago or last week, but um, I assumed it was some pop culture reference I didn't get. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I did. I did not go to that was racist, but I could see. You know, I at least get the reference people are thinking it was, but that wasn't the case, was it? No. 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 Yeah. People and and people are so quick to yeah. You know, I yeah. I'm not gonna stomp walk all over what you're going to say, Joe, but I mean, just people PC. are just so quick to be offended by absolutely nothing. Everything. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Nothing is safe no more. Mm-hmm. I fucking hate this world we live in right now. <laughs> fucking every little thing, somebody has to bitch. No, somebody's not happy unless they're bitching about something, and nine times out of ten, it's literally nothing, or it's the person that's causing the bitch that's the problem. <laughs> like... Oh, I keep going back to it. I think Cookie Monster is not allowed to eat cookies anymore because some woman couldn't keep her fat kid out of the cookie cabinet. And now he's eating vegetables. Cookie Monster doesn't eat vegetables, people. He's Cookie fucking Monster. <laughs> cookies <laughs> is a sometimes food. Oh, my God. That's the thing now. Um, but, yeah, so a, a lot of wrestlers, the Dudley Boys, um, the Usos, Mark Henry, JBL, went to Twitter uh, in, JBL, in, sorry, in Jericho's defense saying, you know, some just saying, hey, by the way, this is the case. Some calling those who call Jericho racist idiots and they're the problems with the world and whatnot. Essentially, the back of the bus in wrestling speak um, means the guys who stayed up late and partied and drank and played cards at the back of the tour bus, the back of the bus. Right. That's what the term meant. Um, admittedly, if you're not on the inside, there's no reason why you would necessarily know that. One of the comments I liked in one of the tweets was, you guys, you know, because the people who are up in arms, a lot of them are the ones who think they're so in, mm-hmm. who are so, so smart marks. And one of their comments was, I guess you weren't in on everything. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's JBL. Yeah, yeah, J- JBL. Was that JBL's like, comment? Oh, JBL. it was, it was, yeah. I was always back at the brush crew. I thought you hardcore guys knew everything. Guess you are just out of touch trolls. I love it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what he said. Yeah. So there you go. Jericho, not a racist, or at least wasn't making racial comments. I don't think he is racist. He's Canadian. We're not racist. No, you guys and, don't hate um, anybody. The comment was just uh, unfortunately misconstrued by some people who, as Joe said, are quick to get offended by just about anything. I saw you guys are so nice up there. Like I saw a video on on Facebook the other day. There was a, a shooting up there. Some guy shot into a nightclub. Mm-hmm. The guy actually is like, "Oh, excuse me, pardon me, guys." Uh, before he started shooting the gun into the club, he, he was asking the bouncers to slide out of the way. And like everyone's so polite up there. And then when the cops arrested him, they're like, hey, guy, can you kindly put your hand behind you? They're very, they're very nice. So obviously Jericho's oh not going to go this route. He's Canadian. He's not going to do this. Like, he's just, yeah, it's just a fuck. And not for nothing, am I like one of the only people on the planet that would actually look it up first before I cause a big stink about it? Like, all right, let, know, me, let well, me see what that okay. means before I'm, I start I having a shit. Even, I heard it, and I just kind of it went in one ear, went out the other. And, I mean, I like you, Matt, I think I made a connect, but I don't, I just didn't. I didn't care enough about it to go, what is he actually talking about? So I'll, you know, yeah, you're right, Joe. I mean, I just kind of like, if I really wanted to know, I'll go look it up or whatever. First and then cause a stink. At least you have something to back your stink up with. Right. Oh, that must be racist. He's talking to five black guys. No. (laughs) Only three. 
No, there's five guys in the ring when he said it. There's a New Day was well, in the ring with him. he was just talking no, about I mean, New Day and Usos were all in the ring with him. So Usos saying, hadn't come to the ring, had he? Yeah, they were, not, they? They were standing right next to him when he said oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, oh, you're right. I thought I thought they hadn't come down yet. No, no right. yeah. So I, I think if he was throwing a racist slur at there, five five black yeah. guys would yeah, have beat, beat the shit out of him. Well, three black guys and two Samoans. Let's. That's like what? That's like three, I'm personally now. That's like three quarter. On it's like, behalf of the Samoan. On behalf of the Samoan. Aren't they like three quarter black? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They're Samoan. I'm not going to call them Samoan. Um, okay. But yeah, you're, yeah, that's a good point. That would be a, the worst time to start throwing around racial slurs. Right. <laughs> so right. anyway. Uh, just thought we'd mention that. Uh, not a really big, huge news story, but it was something interesting that popped up today. And uh, yeah, so there you go. Chris Jericho, you're good by us, except two thirds of us don't think you're funny. <laughs> so, yeah, well, I guess we'll you're not get, coming on our show. We'll, we'll get Thanks a lot, we'll guys. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to the. We'll get to the uh, critique of his. Uh, of the, well, we had to address that part first. But yeah. I mean, normally this part of the show is reserved for the you know um, the NXT rundown and. But you know, since NXT was really just kind of a highlight show, we're we're, we're sort of glossing over that, right, Matt? Yeah. Uh, yeah, NXT this week once again was a uh, highlight show, the best of 2015, part two. Uh, great to check out if you hadn't seen it yet. They showed, I think they reshowed the Joe Finn Balor match from the latest Takeover. Uh, talked about a bunch of the feuds that happened. It was a good retrospective of the year, the two combined. But nothing new. So next week, you'll get a new NXT report. For now, we're going to go right to Raw. So shall I give the rundown? Or, or, are, we gonna do, or are we going to do SmackDown first? Oh, yeah, you really want to do SmackDown. I don't understand why. I, but well, I because, hey, this, this is this the one. beginning of a new... I, I, two, I'll tell you, there are two reasons why. All right. So, reasons why. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, SmackDown debuted on the USA Network. Uh, so it's on the same place as Raw, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. They made a big deal about switching networks, which they have in the past. They've they when they went to Sci-Fi, they went to wherever it is they work currently. Um, it never doesn't change where I watch it, so it doesn't really matter to me when they switch. But uh, they did switch over, and they made a big deal about it being their premiere episode on the USA Network. Rick wants to talk about some of the SmackDown stuff, so Rick, take it away. I, no, I, well, I'm not. I don't. I, you know, just want to say uh, as far back as an awful quick there, Rick. as far as far <laughs> but as, but as but 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 talk about. It. I don't want to actually. You know, I don't want to. I don't mean talk about SmackDown. I just want to mention SmackDown. Yeah, you know, I don't mean gloss, words. You can gloss use over words. it a little bit, but uh, yeah, I mean, well, it got it got uh, record ratings. I mean, compared to you know any of the previous weeks, uh, I thought some knockdown drag out fights. But more importantly, as far as another damn wrestling show goes, you know, we're 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 going to be um, we're we're moving into the big times now. Oh, know, right, I do our, like this actually. Never mind, you can talk about this. Yeah, and, and our our show is now going to be available and heard uh, through some other what's that other thing called? The uh, the big marketplace for park for podcasting. What's that? The, what I I the internet. The internet. Uh, well, I mean, other than the internet, what's what are you oh. talking about, Rick? That um, iTunes is that what it's called? The iTunes is where you can actually get you know podcast you know at iTunes. Is apparently be available the... soon on iTunes. Oh what, yeah, what yeah, that's what I mean. Go. Yeah, yeah. Not yet, but soon, ladies and gentlemen. Right. So soon. you actually might be you might actually be listening to us right now through iTunes, and and if you are, we'll welcome aboard. And we just want to say also that this actually coincides with SmackDown. Uh, moving to the USA network. See how? See, see, I did that. Seriously, guys. that's that. I I connected the two. You, you and <laughs> segways, you and segways go together like Paul Blart <laughs> in a mall cop. Like they just no, just nice. why, just why we have a Is point that, guard for was, a reason. Was that literally the point you wanted to make, Rick? Big one, yeah. Because now we need to be covering SmackDown as well as Raw as well we as don't. NXT. I, I think we do. I think I think this I think this episode was such that it it showed uh, they they turned it up a notch, man. Okay. So are you volunteering for the position of bullet points as Matt does NXT and Raw? Well, I don't know. I yeah, think that, I, I, thought you were <laughs> I think that's a good idea. I, I watched SmackDown. I'm not doing bullet points. I thought you were mentioning. I thought you were bringing it up. The reason I approved temporarily was <laughs> it proved once again. Which of the three of us truly is the most triumphant third of the triumvirate? Because what did I say in our yes. year-end review about who I would turn? You're right. I said I would turn Jerry Lawler, and all you Joe was like, "Oh, this fucking, uh, <laughs> this fucking weak saw." 
And what happens? First SmackDown on, Jerry pretty much goes heel. People are all talking about how they love it. And I'm just looking like a genius. You are two for two. You turn Lola well, heel. <laughs> the, the other one hasn't happened yet. You turn No, no. Lola is heel. And you killed Lemmy. So, <laughs> so you are two for two so far, my friend. Motorhead well, is hey. going into the hall because Lemmy's dead because of you. I'm and guessing they're going to. Uh, we should find out soon because apparently at a record earliness, they're announcing inductees into the Hall of Fame, which we're going to get to that when yeah, we get we'll to the get, Raw yeah. talk. Um, real quick, are you done, are you don't you SmackDown review, Rick? I, I, uh, hey, I thought I thought Ronaldo was really good. Okay. Yeah, and, he, and he actually was pretty good, was good. Yeah. The main event was good, and Del Rio and Callisto was good. Those were, were, I actually watched it from start yeah, to finish. It was finish. fine. There was nothing wrong yeah, with it. Well, really, yeah. I haven't watched the SmackDown in years. Well, All right. good. Now you can do bullet points. So um, <laughs> James Storm left. Yeah. Ja- well, James Storm had a cup of coffee in NXT Yeah, and uh, went back to TNA. Now, I did miss the first half hour of the show. I forgot they switched to pop, and I forgot to update my DVR so it didn't record. Um, but, uh, their debut on their new channel did not go off without a hitch, much like SmackDown did. Um, Bobby Roode was in a match with, I want to say Eric Young. Yeah, EY, yeah, sounds right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so in the match, no, it wasn't Eric Young. All right, regardless, Bobby Roode was in a match. He won the match. Got jumped from behind, which I think that was Eric Young. Got the shit kicked out of him. And, but right before Eric Young hit the ring, they started playing Beer Money's music. Yeah. Ooh. Now we know what's coming. <laughs> Eric, uh, you know, so Bobby Roode's getting the shit kicked out of him. And here, who who comes now? James Storm. Cleans house. I'm sorry. Yeah, Bobby Roode was fighting Bram. Eric Young came out. Blah, blah, right. blah. Now we fast forward back to where I was. James Storm comes out. Cleans house, and uh, in ring he gets on Mike about how he shouldn't have left, and this is where his this is where his he basically did a, a Shawn Michaels. Oh, I lost my smile for a while, and yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So uh, they he got two beers, gave one to Bobby Roode. They had a beer. They went to commercial. They come out of commercial, and now they're interviewing in the back. And uh, they had a cute. They, it was a little funny segment. Like one did the other's lines back and forth, but uh, beer money. It looks like beer money's back, which. I'm telling you, it's good. I'm I'm curious to see the next episode now. So I, yeah, I'm at least at least temporarily, I think Bear Money is back, which is great. One yeah. of the, one of my favorite tag teams all time for me. One I'm I'm favorites. a huge fan of taking two guys that that are maybe mid carder or slightly above mid card, putting them together into a tag team, mm-hmm. giving them a real name, match them tights, like give make them a tag team, right. and let them go. Like even I, the the most I ever cared about Albert and Test were when they were TNA. Right, right. The most I ever cared about, uh, well, sorry, the what propelled Bradshaw into the public eye was him and Farouk yeah. uh, or Ron Simmons becoming APA. Right, right. Like, yeah. like these were these were guys who weren't doing much at the time. The best example, Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, they were right? they, they were weren't floundering. Doing shit. They weren't doing anything. Became one of the biggest tag teams ever. Yeah. Absolutely. So. so I'm I'm a big fan of that. So beer money was the same way. Yeah. Right. Because James Storm had been in um uh, in a, in a huge tag team, America's Most Wanted, uh, and Bobby Roode had been as part of Team Canada, but he wasn't really a tag team. And then they get together, seemingly completely different personalities. It worked. Beer money was fantastic. Right. And so, like you know, like I said, I'm curious to see how it goes now that it's you know they're done with that stupid tournament. Now, yeah, I, can, now right. I can watch, and you know, I'll, I'll see. I'll see if they keep my interest, and see if, uh, you know, see how long I hang out with them. I wish, I wish I, I got it. I'd like to watch TNA. I liked watching TNA. Yeah, I mean, for a while, it's like I said, for a while, I liked see. them better than WWE. Not now. WWE definitely has a much better product again. But you know, like I said, I'm curious to see. I'm, I'm, I'm really, ups- I'm really happy that Beer Money is going to be back together at least for a little bit. But I'm really upset that James Storm didn't stay in NXT because. I was hoping he was going to go up to the main card. Yeah. I mean, for all we know that, I mean, we don't know if he got there and was like, oh, this is how you want to use me? Nah, I want out. Or if they literally were like, hey, can you come by, do a couple things for us? That's it. We'll pay you this much money. And he may have been like, yeah, sure. I'll test the water. See how that is. Like, we don't know what his contract had been or what arrangements they had. Yeah. It could have been similar to Tomasa and uh, Gargano, right? They came in from Evolve for a little bit. 
gone. Maybe they'll resign and do something permanent. We don't know. But you know, I don't know. And some Who of the rumors some of the rumors going around now that AJ Styles contract may be per appearance. That's, uh, kind, of, that's, that's kind of scary. Yeah. We'll see. I, I I'd rather, I I'd rather see him doing something and yeah. not see oh, him doing that. I, I can't wait. I can't, right. I can't get into that, Rick. I can't. You know how I am with the part-timers. Like, I love AJ. Like, mm-hmm. I love AJ Styles. If he's a part-timer, pay per appearance, he shows up three, four times a year, I'm going to be pissed. Well, I, and that's, you know, we, maybe we'll be talking a little bit more about this, you know, later in our topic when we talk about, you know, how how the the WWE can drop the ball sometimes on people that we want to see pushed a certain way. But the other, um, and, and also, see, I'm, I'm tying up, I'm continuing to make connections here, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, hear here me. Okay, so so Joe is now, you know, so so I'm I'm all for sm- SmackDown now. I, I think that they're heading in the right direction now. They're finally doing something. Joe's all for uh, Impact now, and, 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 uh, and, and then you mentioned Evolve. You, you mentioned uh, Gargano and uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Well, uh, the wife and I purchased a Roku 2 uh, just last Whoa, week. Oh, this is a family show, dude. Yeah, a Roku. A Roku how, you, how, you, how you satisfy Annie is not yeah. <laughs> Just and, send me videos. And, and, and I will say, I, they, they, I had no idea how much uh, freaking indie wrestling content was available on, on Roku. I can get Evolve. I, I mean, uh, um, I, can, uh, I can get Chikara. I can, I can get Chikara. I can get uh, uh, Dragon Gate. I can get uh, C- CZW. I can get all sorts of stuff. My, but the only thing is, I got to pay for all of it. Mm. So it's like, so it's like, it's like the Roku is this cool machine that is sort of like that gives you. It's like you know, it's like the internet. It's like a you know, it, it gives you connection to actually buy some of this stuff. And then they, mm. you know, they actually now if it was all just free content, I would be. You know, I wouldn't even be on the show anymore. I'd just be sitting there and and just you know l- watching this stuff that I had never seen before. But but anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because in the future I may actually you know want to talk about some other crazy shit that I saw and or whatever. And and there was like I saw this uh, I saw the Chikara uh, 2015 year in review. Um, it was a pretty cool little production that they put out. You know, and uh, um, you know a bunch of good matches there. So. Uh, and one of them, one of them was actually at the CWF uh, Mid Atlantic Arena here in uh, uh, really? here in North Carolina. So, so anyway, uh, so just want to throw that out there that uh, you know I, I'm I'm now connected to some other things and I might um, throw go. some stuff out there. For those who don't know, you mentioned Chikara. Chikara is a wrestling uh, an indie promotion that deals with um, wrestling from a uh, if it's sports entertainment, they're way more heavily into the entertainment section. Way goofy characters, mm-hmm. really goofy storylines. <laughs> Um, the wrestling is still good, uh, but that's sort of their shtick is that they are the really wacky um, oh, yeah. out there oh, yeah. characterizations they, versus, they, like, say, the Japan stuff, which is way more the sport than entertainment. If you're put, you can sort of put uh, WWE sort of in the middle. Speaking well, of WWE, can we get to Raw? Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, what do you yeah. think? If you want, maybe. That, that, oh, you're still there? I, that did happen, right? Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. just. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Raw for January 12th. In case you missed it, this is what you missed. We start off with an interview promo with Vince and Steph and the locker room up on the ramp. We get Dean Ambrose versus Sheamus in a fight that ends in a double countout with Kevin Owens beating on Dean post-match. Titus O'Neil pins Stardust. Highlight reel with Y2J and The New Day. Usos then pin The New Day in a match. Sting is announced as the first inductee of the 2016 class uh, for the Hall of Fame. Social outcasts fight the Wyatts and Ryback joins in. Kalisto wins the U.S. title in Alberto Del Rio. And match between Charlotte and Brie never starts because Becky Lynch attacks Charlotte. And the one versus all main event match was actually just Reigns versus Owens and then a bunch of run-ins ending with Lesnar beating everybody. And that was Raw. That yep. was raw. So let's uh, let's start with Joe. Joe, what section of raw do you want to talk about? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I love the fact. The yeah, I love the fact that Brock destroyed Reigns. Okay. Well, uh, fair enough. Like fair enough, he destroyed everybody. But he, he got his hand. It almost looked like he was coming out to defend him, even to the point where the ring was all cleared out. And he kind of like hovered over him, and I thought he was just gonna pick him up. I was like, don't don't do this. Don't don't be nice. Don't be nice. And then he f would him. Um. 
So what do you guys think about that? The the, the storyline there was Paul Heyman came up with the idea, which I thought was funny or interesting, and I wouldn't have minded it, was, okay, normally it's you win the Royal Rumble, you get a shot at the champion at WrestleMania, and he said this year it should be you win the Royal Rumble, you become the champion, and get a shot at Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. So like the Brock Lesnar aspect of WrestleMania would be set, and it was whoever wins the title can then basically give it to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania when Brock Lesnar beats the crap out of them. Uh, and uh, Vince and Steph said, no dice. Brock Lesnar is going to be in the Royal Rumble. What do you guys think of that? Good. Well, I, yeah, right. Good. No, I, I, mean, I don't want to see I mean, him. Just, just put the belt on, you know. And, I mean, it's such an obvious, you know, shitty idea from, from you know, from Paul Heyman. I mean, come on. You know, just, just give him the belt then, you know, that he would, you know, like – why would they, Why would you say? Why would you want to book him that far? Like I don't know. It just, well, no, he it wasn't taking him the belt. He was saying he was just trying to get around being in the champion. Rumble. You take your champion. Oh, big I draw. I, I, I understand and the rhetoric. Your biggest money draw. Matt, I understand the rhetoric, but I just think it's it's a silly idea. It was a silly idea. It was like, of course they're going to say no. Yeah, of course they're going to shoot it down. Yeah, I just I buy. I I wonder how much of that has to do with Cena getting hurt because all the first mm-hmm. reports coming out was Brock wasn't going to be in the Royal Rumble match. He was going to be in a separate match on the side. So mm-hmm. I, w- I wonder if that's a whole trickle-down effect from Cena getting hurt. So now Cena's not going to win. Not not saying he was going to, but now it's obvious he's not going to. Um, Maybe. You know, the, well, I, don't I don't know. know. It could be. But speaking know. of obvious, do you think it's like, do you think Brock's the obvious winner now? I think he's the obvious favorite. Okay. Um, my personal, we talked about this last week. I don't see Reigns winning it. And even like you said, like you know, it's a great way for Reigns to drop and still look strong, not make him look, you know, you know, like a piece of garbage. You know, he loses the belt against twenty nine guys. Obviously, he can't surmount those odds. Of course, he's going to lose, and it sets up him and Triple H at Mania. Mm. So now my pick is hurt. I picked Cena. So I mean, <laughs> you know, Brock's my favorite now. I, I can't see anybody taking him out. See, whereas I think. I think he's being built as, especially after t- last night, uh, being built as the obvious favorite. Like, well, now he's in it, so just he's got the belt. Who cares? But it's the fucking Royal Rumble, and you don't have to be pinned. I've seen Brock knocked over the top rope plenty of times. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Right? Like, like it's a way you could also start something with Brock if you didn't want to put the belt on him. I'm not saying they're not going to put the belt on him. He could very well be the one to win it. Um, but if they don't want him to win it, but they mm-hmm. want to set up a storyline that's going to lead to Mania, because you got to keep in mind, Mania, one of its draws is it's got a bunch of quote-unquote main events, right? Like it has, yeah. it's got its World Heavyweight title main event. It's got the, you know, last year it had the specialty, like Triple H versus Sting, Sting's first match in the WWE. Right. It had the Undertaker. Brock- uh, oh, Brock Lesnar was in the main event. Um, it used to have the streak, right? The Undertaker mm-hmm. streak. Like there was always there was, so, you know, Brock Lesnar is a special attraction. There's no question about that. They could put him in in a match without it being the heavyweight title, just to have more attraction matches. And you could easily set something up. Someone screws him at Royal Rumble, or just whoever knocks him over, pisses him off. He attacks them the next night, or what? Like there's a lot of different things you could do. So, although I certainly think. Um, storyline wise, he's like, who's going to beat Brock Lesnar? He's an animal. He can kill the whole roster. <laughs> but they could also, I think, very easily knock him out to set up a storyline for him going yeah. forward if they yeah. didn't want to put the belt back on a part timer. Right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I yeah. think. I think Owens is the next. They keep saying Owens with Brock. I wonder. Would you watch the WrestleMania nice. match? I'd watch that. Mm-hmm. Brock and Owens. But I don't I'd know. Watch they, Brock and Owens for sure. It just. But it just. If they're doing that, that's fine. I don't know if they need to throw heat on that right now. But, I mean, maybe they do. But I mean, it's a lot. Him and and Ambrose are, you know, that's. I mean, it just, everything is focused on that right now. So I, I don't know. Maybe it might be Owens. Maybe Owens will change gears and want to, you know, go maybe after. Maybe it's a long way away. Yeah, yeah. Well, not a long way away, but. Yeah, but what, like you like you're saying, what better way to start that up? Owens tosses Brock over the right, over the top rope. Oh my God! Now <laughs> or or even or Brock. I would say more likely Brock tosses Owens out, and then Owens, because he's a shitty sore loser, jumps back in and knocks him out, or pulls a rope down, or does something to cause right, yeah. Brock to be eliminated unfairly. Right. And you know that I, you know that I think would be more likely since they do have Brock as a de facto face sort of thing. It 
you know, it gives him, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. if, if Brock just gets pissy because he got knocked out of the Royal Rumble fairly, man, he's just a whiny bitch. Right. No, <laughs> no you're right. You definitely painted a better picture there. No, I like that. Yeah. I still want to see, ladies and gentlemen. Who knows? I still want to see the IC belt on Owens, though. But I guess, I guess they're gonna start steering away from that then. You never know. You, who? Know, I mean, they may not do what we just said. It, they, I did like the little interactions that Owens had with Brock when they were fighting in the ring when he was going after everybody. Yeah. I, I like when they went again. I'm like, ooh, this is interesting. Like this, I like. Um, and Sheamus too, because I heard. I remember some people saying. I think it was. Um, oh. Sam Roberts uh, had said that that his prediction was that you're going to have Sheamus with the belts, and it was going to be Sheamus versus um, Brock Lesnar at Mania, uh, and that that was going to be a ma- like that was going to be a thing. And Sheamus had uh, a decent little interaction with Brock. Yeah, I was just gonna say I didn't hate well. that. They were fucking wailing on each other. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah that was that's a match I wouldn't mind seeing either. Yeah, that was pretty pretty. <clears throat> they were being stiff. No yeah. question about uh, it. Oh yeah, I think I think there might be some real hatred there. <laughs> Or just Sheamus going like each other to fuck up. This is this is Brock Lesnar. This is UFC guy. Let's let's do this. <laughs> no, so. no, no one is that stupid because he will retaliate much harder <laughs> well, yeah, than you can. <laughs> but you know, no, I mean Sheamus is a big tough dude. Shit, yeah. fucking John Cena. I think they all, I think they, sh- they sort they sort that shit out at the you know backstage. Look, I don't care, man. Just throw go just ahead. Go. Just throw yeah. bombs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you think John Cena said that to him when he first came back and busted John Cena's lip open because he forgot to throw wrestling punches and he was throwing real punches? <laughs> uh, maybe. Hey, stupid! Take a little bit off at the end. <laughs> yeah, you don't, have to, you don't have to go through my skull. <laughs> uh, all right, Rick. How about you? What What did you like on the show, or was that the main event the only thing he took? Joe took. No, the main you event know, what? actually, you all you all started with Sheamus, and I gotta say that the opening match with Sheamus and uh, and Ambrose um, Ambrose was good. Was really I agree. Brutal, man. And uh, I mean, busted open, and then and then at the end there, I mean, you, I don't know if I, I like some of those kidney shots that uh, that Sheamus was throwing, and I mean, you just look like. Ambrose looked really worked over, like like he was going to be pissing blood for the next few weeks, and, 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 I, and I, I was convinced. <laughs> and I do like that that they're giving Sheamus like an edge to him now a little bit, like when when Dean Ambrose, which I thought was a cool bit, turned around and tried to give Sheamus the twelve beats of the Bowery, and uh, Sheamus <laughs> sort of stops it halfway through by you know slinging him across the ropes. And then goes out there and just starts wailing on being like, don't you try to embarrass me. Yep. Like he's yelling, don't you embarrass me. Like, cause you don't take my move and try to use it on me. And I'm like, yeah, he like, he looked pissed about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but something I noticed when I was watching Sheamus and when I was watching um, the U S title match, which we're certainly going to get to uh, soon. What the hell happened with the league of nations? Yeah. yeah. Where, where were they to help the, their, their buddies? Yeah, Barrett well, missed, I, I, Barrett I, I, missed a few weeks ago. Rusev last, last night. Barrett well, and Rusev uh, weren't even out uh, during the one one versus all match. Are they hurt? Are they out? Are they on a tour? They could well, be on a tour. You know, and and uh, and Owens comes out. I mean, and and beats up Ambrose post match. You know, he doesn't do anything to shame. I mean, Sheamus was already you know heading back to the back to get stitched up, I guess. But but just you know, okay. Just wondering, just want to throw it out there. You know, they could use a Canadian member, right? League of Nations could use a Canadian. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he plays well enough <laughs> with others. He is so not a team player. No, but I, I mean, I can only imagine. Like, I don't know. This is it. We could have done research for the show, but we don't bother with that. Um, just because there's no reason why they wouldn't have been out during yeah, the right. one versus all match, right? Because they had all the heels out there, and League of Nations already worked with the McMahons against Roman Reigns in the past. Sheamus was out there. Del Rio was out there. Del Rio could have used them. Sheamus could have used them. No Barrett, no Rusev. Just well, didn't no, make I, sense. Re- so. I thought I read where Barrett was injured, but I read that like uh, a again. Weeks. No, that was a couple weeks ago that yeah, I read yeah. that. Yeah. Was he a glass? That was a few, was a few no. weeks ago. He's back. Yeah, but Rusev should have been out there definitely. And okay, so maybe yeah. they're on. Maybe they're on a different leg of a tour or whatever. I don't know. I saw, I, I saw a link and I. Fucking put it to the side so that I could check it out, and I forgot. And now you reminded me, and I'm looking, and I can't find it. There was something with Rusev, and it was from the way the article's headline ran. It was he must have had like a, you know, there was there was some reason why he wasn't there. It wasn't injury related. Oh, okay. So yeah. Well, but Del, but see, Del Rio, Del Rio has his own thing kind of going on right now with the with the you know the U.S. title and the League of Nations. No, well, I mean, and none of them were out for him either. You know, you that's know, what I'm just saying. saying like that's like, like where were yeah. they? 
Um, it's not, do we want to talk about now? Do we want to talk about Del Rio and Kalisto? Or do we want to talk about my favorite part of Raw? No, you, you first. Do we? Do, or do you want to? Because you were wait. You didn't want me to talk about it earlier, like on. No, we, on we went Messenger. with me. Then we went with Rick. Now it's your turn, and then we'll talk about Alberto. All right. My favorite part of Raw by far by. was the segment between the Wyatts and Social Outcasts. I need to hear this. I need to hear this, <laughs> Rick. Just sit, sit, Rick. Me and you both were backing away from my microphones. All right. All right. I'm going to explain to you to why this. this was a perfect bit of writing on behalf of the WWE. Okay. So here's what happened. They put social outcasts together, which is, as we said last week, he's Slater, Bo Dallas, um, Adam Rose, and Curtis Axel, right? Four nobody, like four jobbers uh, who are being put together now in this faction called social outcasts. Kind of, we mentioned job squad 2.0 or whatever. Um, that's the thing. I love it. I think it's great. Similar to the tag team, idea of putting guys who aren't really doing anything give them something to do by putting them together i think it works i'm all for having um a faction at a mid-card level right they're never going to be a main event faction probably i would imagine but what's wrong with having a mid-card faction you don't so i was fine with that i liked it they gave him a win over dolph ziggler last week i like that too i'm like good make them seem like they're a dominant faction excellent and then when they came out against the wyatts my heart dropped oh yeah i'm like oh well there's the end of this faction. They're going to get <laughs> murdered by the Wyatts just so Bray Wyatt has an excuse to stand in the middle of the ring and say weird cryptic shit about how they're going to win the Royal Rumble. I'm like, really? They need to destroy the faction they just built for that? And then the match started. And they start with the biggest fucking member of the Wyatt family, Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Mm-hmm. And out goes, I don't remember who started the match. I think it was Adam Rose. And out goes Rodden Bros. And, and the reason I dug it was as they're coming out of the ring, what he said, said is, we want to fight. We've come to fight, which is not what you'd expect from those guys. They're not like tough bru- bruiser guys, but like, we just want to fight. And in my head, I'm like, they mean for a spot on the show. Like, they want to fight for just a little bit of TV time. They want to fight for a little bit of attention from the audience. Adam Rose goes out there. There's no way anyone on that team is going to stand up to Braun Strowman. Right? That's the biggest dude on the team. He tries to fight him. He throws in some punches, gets knocked down immediately to the, to the corner. And this is where it first started getting good. He doesn't try to tag out. Like, he doesn't get scared and scamper away and try to tag out quickly to save himself. His partner reaches across and smacks him. Like, I want a piece of this guy. And then he goes at him and tries to beat Braun Strowman. And Braun Strowman shoves him down. And Curtis Axel reaches over and tags him. Again, their partner, Bo Dallas, didn't try to sneak out, didn't try to get away. He was in, the, in this for the fight. He went right at him. Curtis Axel goes in, starts getting some shots in on Braun. Braun knocks him down, tags in um, Bray Wyatt. And then down comes Ryback, which fits. He got attacked last time. Now he's coming back to get revenge. And he's a guy that can legitimately stand up to the Wyatts. Right? He's a big dude, beefy guy, main eventer. Um, sort of mid-carder now, but like a main event guy. Yeah. But he slides in and gets jumped by all three Wyatts. Uh, Bray was outside the ring, I think. And they're beating on him, beating on him, until fucking social outcasts jump the Wyatts and start beating on him, beating on him, beating on him. And now do they get a, you know, do they start really hurting the Wyatts? No. The Wyatts, because they're monsters. They get up, they start throwing social outcasts around, but it gives Ryback enough time to get up and knock another one of them out of the, one of the Wyatts out of the ring. Mm-hmm. But now there's two of them. They start beating on Ryback. It's two on one. Ryback's getting beat down. And again, in jump social outcasts. And they're fighting. Like, they never took a back step. They keep fighting. They keep beating. And then eventually, them and Ryback get the other two out. They're left heading back up to the ramp, the Wyatts. And social outcasts is left standing with Ryback in the ring. Here's what I loved about it. They never backed down from the Wyatts. The match didn't go long enough for them to really get hurt. They got shoved down a couple times by a monster. No big deal. They all looked like they were dying to get in. Even though they were going to get into a fight, they probably would have gotten their ass kicked by. Mm-hmm. They all wanted a piece of it. And then when Ryback was getting uh, jumped and they could have easily left, they jump in again. It reminded me of like when you see those things, like those videos of like a German shepherd like attacking a boy and his little nothing dog, little mutt dog, mm-hmm. just goes nuts and starts attacking the German shepherd and biting at its throat and biting and clawing at its eyes and stuff. Right. And the German shepherd is sent scampering away. Yeah. That's what it reminded me of. Not that Ryback is like the boy and you know, like a boy who has a pet, but like it was like 
yeah, these guys are monsters, but we're going to go at it. Like, I think it set up the social outcast really well. It could have been a massacre. Yeah. And had the match gone, actually happened, it would have been a massacre. But as it stands, every member of the social outcast showed they want to fight. Even though they're going against people way bigger than them, way more powerful than them, they wanted to fight. Each one of them wanted a piece of the action. They were jumping in to help people. They were didn't care the odds were against them. And that sort of, I think, works really well for what their thing is supposed to be, which is we don't have any – no one gives a crap about us. We're going to fight to get our, our time. I think they looked strong. I don't know why it's got hurt by it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was a perfect fit of wrestling writing. No, it makes sense. You know. Mm-hmm. Do you see them going long term? I hope so. Why not? What else are they doing? Oh, yeah, but – Right. Well, this way. Well, okay, well why not? Maybe. I mean, are they entertaining? Is, I, I think I think they're funny. I think they're goofy. Okay. I mean, I don't know if they're trying to do another new day, like hoping that it'll catch on like them being funny. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's their hope. I hope not because they're not new day. No. Mm-hmm. Right. And these guys clearly they seem to be being pushed as more faces than heels, even though which I think is also interesting because these guys all were working heel up yeah. to this point. Curtis Axel was kind of. Flip flopping, sort of trying to find his face way. sort yeah. of thing, but all the rest were clearly heels up to this point, right? And now they're all faces. It gives them something to do. It it sets up interesting situations. Plus, down the road, if they stick together long enough, they can then create storylines by having them break up and create little feuds and, and little rifts inside later. Once if it starts to patter out or peter out, so yeah, I I like it. I like what they did. They could easily wreck it just by having them squashed. <laughs> oh yeah, any time, they... but. Yeah, I thought this was the perfect way to make it look like they're just gonna get squashed, and make them all look like maybe they would have gotten their asses kicked, but they would have kind of like the, how when Roman Reigns was going against Brock Lesnar at Mania, that shtick was he wasn't going to die; he would just keep coming. He didn't care what you did to him. That's sort of how he was getting the crowd on his side. Right. That's sort of what these guys seemed like they were doing. It didn't matter what they were was gonna happen to them; they were gonna dive in and get their licks in. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess it sets up for the for the rematch with the Wyatts if they're going to do that. And if anything, I'm you know, and I'm kind of reading some of the gossip, you know, some of the dirt rags, and there's all these like, are the are the Wyatts turning face? And I mean, it, it could keep. I still think these social outcast guys could could still manage to swing a being a a um, a heel faction if they you know they could still do I'd that. Ra- I'd rather be face. We don't have a face. We'll faction. see. How often do you get face we'll factions? Yeah, you're right. You're right, and that's you really it. That, that's an interesting kind of like. Why is that? It's like you know. It, because I mean, it, faces aren't supposed to have to have a team. Well, right, but faces I mean, are you supposed could to be like DX for a while was face just because they got so over. Well, but right, usually, I mean, face factions form in response to heel factions, like the Union. Do you guys yeah. remember the Union from the Attitude Era? Oh. Uh, right, I think it was right. Like right. Mick Foley, Big Show. Um, yeah, Ken, was it Ken Shamrock in there? Oh, yeah, right. It's a, and like didn't they test? And did they, they all had two with, by fours. They, they all two, had two yeah. by fours. Yes. Yeah, they and did. they were going against the corporation, right? Because they were sort of like the like the union. Um, but that was it. They were put together because they were going against a heel faction, right? So, um, it's rare you get a, a face or sorry a face faction because, um, faces aren't supposed to be you know factions tend to be around for the purpose of we interfere we. Like kind of like how they beat Ziggler, mm-hmm. they beat Ziggler as a heel faction, right? Right. They distracted. They distracted him. They distracted the ref, and he Slater got a cheap roll up victory. But this thing against the Wyatts was pure face. Yeah, so, it, I don't know it, what they're gonna I, do with him. But. They're, they're, they were pointing out how the Wyatts weren't really like during the the end of the the, the main event, like that they were kind of off to the side. They weren't even really taking advantage of Roman Reigns or anything, and. And uh, so this is just they're pointing out how some of their actions as of late have been sort of face ish. And so I mean, who knows, man? Who knows? Just a quick side note. Um, you, you know, Dave Melsa, he does a wrestling observer or whatever. Uh, yeah, his name yeah. usually comes up in all the dirt sheets and shit. And not for nothing. Everything I've been reading the last couple of weeks, he's been wrong a lot. But uh, he says Rusev injured his knee at a live event. Uh, in Louisiana, and then later on, Rusev tweeted, "It's stupid American propaganda. I'm not injured. 
just because I don't go beat up Brock doesn't mean I'm injured. So, <laughs> and then and then he tweeted. I hope uh, not, because good lord, the injuries. He tweeted yeah. Kalisto and said, uh, "Nice little win, Kalisto. You're a small man with a big title, and I want it." <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Well, that segues nicely into sort of the last thing we need to talk about with Raw this week, uh, yeah. which is Kalisto becomes the U.S. champ. Didn't one of the members of our show say Kalisto was going to be like a big singles guy? Yeah. Was yeah, he it, said that? Was that you, Joe? No. Rick? No. no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it, it was one of me. us. It was one of us. Do you enjoy this? Like a little bit. A little yeah, bit. you do, right? Like <laughs> a little bit. Like you know, Kalisto got some. Kalisto's getting his push, and you know, Sting. Uh, oh, what's his face? Uh, Lola turns heel, and you killed Lemmy. Lemmy. You killed Lemmy, and yeah, you know. Lemmy. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, 2015 is starting out to be really good for Brundage. <laughs> yeah. Wish, wish I could cut, catch a goddamn break in my fantasy wrestling yeah. pool. But, yeah, uh, good luck, good luck either one of them. Yeah, but, no, WrestleMania is going to be bad for you. Yeah, oh god, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so, I still got um, Cena. So Kalisto, yeah, you probably should drop him. You should probably drop him, yeah. yeah. You, before he shows up at the Rumble, just say hi. No, but I'm so fucking... Stuck. No, but I am so pissed. Like, I held on to him during his, like, oh, did, he'll did, be back in a couple months. two months thing, yeah. And didn't, you did do that with Brock? didn't you do that with Brock last year? Didn't fucking you hold Brock last year? No, I held a, Brock a long fucking time. He's a fucking part-timer. Who cares if he has the belt? Jesus, you held on to him for eight months. He showed up twice. Fuck. All right, so anyway, yeah, Kalisto beats uh, Del Rio in a pretty good match, actually. Uh, yeah. The I match actually, was really I told good. You I watched it early. Uh, I, I got up I get up early on Tuesday morning so I can watch it before I get my son up. And I was, for some reason this morning, I was really tired, and I kept nodding out Yeah. during this match. Not a commentary on the match. I was just really tired. And I hear the bell ring, and I kind of sort of half wake up, and I hear, like, and you're new, U.S. I'm like, whoa, what? Wait, oh, what? 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 That's why not. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just assumed uh, like I assumed somehow Alvaro de Rio was going to win this. I didn't think they were going to put the strap on Kalisto this early, but yeah, yeah, it's exciting, and I think yeah, we'll have to see. You know, I don't want the belt itself to be, you know, like inter, you know, move from. He's already getting his rematch on SmackDown. Yeah, another another reason to to watch SmackDown. Um, I, okay, and I just I really don't want necessarily for there to to trade back and forth and everything. I'm all for I, I to keep it unpredictable and to trade, you know, belts on televised shows, not necessarily on pay-per-view. So anytime it happens, I'm always marking out because I'm like, yeah, awesome. You know, it's a reason to watch the show, but I don't want it to downplay like, you know, sort of the prestige of the belt itself to like, oh yeah, this gets traded all the time. Like it may get the hardcore title or something where, you know, every yeah. 15 minutes somebody else has it. And, um, so as long as they keep along those lines and they're like they were all set to, you know, you know, push Kalisto. I mean, things are really, you know, things are lining for Brundage. Things are lining for Kalisto this year, too, man. I mean, you know, he's no longer in a tag team. Uh, you know, he, he won the he, he however you want to say he won those slammies. I, you know, whether you're hook or crook, um, you know, all this attention being paid to the guy. So, I mean, good. Um, let's see him work now and, and let's, you know, give him, you know, let him free reign to do some crazy shit. I, I will, you know, that'll be very cool. And, and I hope I don't, I don't necessarily foresee it being a very long title, Ryan, but who knows? I could, you know, that'd be awesome if it was. Rick the grudge holder. Damn. Oh my God. Oh my God. Moment, Rick. Oh yeah. I'm I'm still on that. I'm still, I'm still on that. Dude, that's so last year. Yeah. It was so last year. Well, um, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's great. I think I think Kalisto is is this generation's uh, is going to be pushed as this generation's Rey Mysterio. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know how he feels about that. I mean, I know people don't necessarily want to be compared to like, oh, I'm the next this guy. They want to be the first, the first Kalisto. Yeah. Um, but he's. I mean, you can't help but see the. I mean, small. High flying Mexican dude in a mask. It's hard not to make yeah, it, draw the comparisons. I'm waiting for the day um, he pulls a mask off and it is Ray. <laughs> no. There's times where he talks. And I'm like, their voice sounds similar. God, so good. That's that's Ray. It's fucking Ray. Um, he just <laughs> how do he just bleached off those tattoos? It's hard. It was hard work. He had to go through layers of skin. That's why he had that big break. Yeah, that long pause between the two because he had to heal up. 
When he was, um, yeah, when he, when he was on Lucha Underground, it was just, you know. That's right. Um, How many times is Sin Cara I mean, going to get hurt before he finally dumped this guy? Jesus. <laughs> there, is a reason, there is a reason why Ray was so popular. I mean, he was, he was great. Obviously, he was a huge talent. He was a unique talent because right. a small guy that they would they were willing to put up against bigger dudes, and he could hold his own. And you believed it. You're like, yeah, I buy, I buy this. Like, yeah, he's using those those high flying stuff. They can't catch him. He's 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 beating him down. He's wearing him out. Like I, you know, we bought all that. Plus, on the other side, like the mass stuff is a marketing gold oh, mine yeah. for them. The kids are gonna buy that stuff up, and I think you yeah. know, Kaliso's mask is just as cool, if not cooler than Ray's. So that's that's a a merchandising um, little little gold mine there for Kalisto and for the WWE, and that's another reason to push him. You know, if the PG era, you want stuff for kids. Yeah, what better than a dude who's their size? Yeah, but still can win against guys like the Big Show. You know, like that's what you want to see. That's the David versus Goliath. It's been popular since the Bible, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so yeah, no, and, and yeah, it's it's a. Uh... Uh, and he's got the great chant, right? The whole, you know, fingers in the air and everything. Yeah. Hey, yeah. So, no, I, 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 it was exciting. It was an unpre- and so it was one of those, see, that was a better OMG moment than the actual OMG moment. There you go. So you <laughs> and, got your first uh, nomination for next year, Rick. That's right. That was raw for uh, this week and takes us to our topic of the week, which ladies and gentlemen, because we like to prep for you, the audience, uh, we decided on this question about an hour ago. About yeah, about five thirty. So, yeah. I don't know how good our answers are gonna be. Hopefully Rick's got something that was his question. But so but in the future, in the future, in the future, because now you're listening to us on iTunes, right? Um in the no, future not, this episode won't be on iTunes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we this are. This one is okay, this one's gonna be yeah, on iTunes. You, All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. gonna use right. it not that we need to discuss this on the air, but I'm gonna use this one as the uh <laughs> interviewing process that iTunes needs to do to get All us right. on this. So this there one will go. be up there. So this is this will be on iTunes and and in the future you need to follow us on Twitter. What's our Twitter handle, uh, Joe? I don't know. I always get it wrong. <laughs> it's AD at, Wrestling Pod. Yeah, and you that way you can find out what the topic is going to be beforehand. And we would certainly appreciate your input on the topic. And that way, you know, we'll definitely read it. You know, of course, when, if you want them to input, you have to mention it on our Twitter and not on our messenger. Yeah, they can't read our chats. They can't right. read our messenger. Yeah. So is that what I just said? Yeah. Did I say Messenger? Not no, 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 no. You, you said, said it right. Go but... to Twitter and see okay. what our topic is going to be. Yeah. You didn't mention it on Twitter. Because yeah, we've never done that. I, I, that's what I was trying to say. I was, <laughs> I was trying to say we would have our topics. You know, we now would you post have to do them that. on Twitter. We would post them on Twitter before our show. Chris from 365 Flicks Podcast, who is always back and forth with me on Facebook, is going to own up to you. We're going to make you own up to that, and he's going to look for a topic every week on Twitter because right. you said so. So make sure you Fair do enough. that. Fair enough. We will decide. We'll we'll have we'll instead of just kind of drop like like you all were saying. This was like we literally came up with a topic like a couple hours ago, and then we're not going to we're is we're going to be we're going to be semi professional now, guys. I, iTunes, we're on iTunes. iTunes means professional. That's right. Shit, I want no part of yeah, that. Then. All this all the stuff that we've been doing has just been practice. You know, okay. Twenty episodes of practice. That, that's the dress rehearsal for the big show right now, right? The big show. Maybe, all right. Anyway, maybe I'll so do the, a I'll do a heel turn like Lawler for our so iTunes the, audience. The topic, yes. the topic tonight, today. For this particular episode, or what are we, episode 20 or something, is... Lord, do you guys need to get to a point? <laughs> Rambling is, Rick over here. Yeah, <laughs> is, uh, all right, so we all have them. We, there's, there's, we all have our own darlings that we all, you know, we, we love these people, our idols that we, we, oh, the WWE should have pushed them this way or they should have pushed them that way. And I thought we might have a brief conversation about, we just throw some names out there. People, you know, especially with the... Lots of lots of rumors. Some of them confirmed about some new talent coming to the WWE. Uh, some of them are near and dear to my heart. And we just talked about how how um, uh, Joe has a homo love for AJ Styles. So therefore, I, I have non-homo love for. AJ so Styles. therefore, we you know we need to talk again. You know, we, we need to talk again. Uh, I thought we this would be an interesting topic. We need to talk again about uh, the people in the past. So not like anybody current. Well, you know, if they're still wrestling, then they're still wrestling. But I'm just saying anybody really, you know, shit's wide open here, guys. You can go all the way back to the dawn of time, right? And, and just a, a somebody who was who made it all the way to the to to uh, the grand stage, as it were, but just wasn't pushed the way that you wanted them to. Uh, so who 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 do you who wants to start? Jesus. Who wants to start? So for those of you who I'm were trying to follow along, 
Rick just wants to know who from the past do we wish had gotten a different or better push? Yes. That's his question. Yes. That's what it was. All right, so should I go first, or should, since it was my idea? You or go you... ahead, Rick. Yeah, All right, because I'm not. I'm still. I don't have anybody yet. I'm still looking. Okay, okay. the name um, I want to throw out there, and you know, Tajiri was Yoshihiro Tajiri was one of my favorite wrestlers of all time, and I really didn't like what they did with him in the WWE. I didn't like the idea of him being like this sort of assistant to a sort of non inconsequential character. Uh, Regal wasn't really terribly important, but you know, he was they, the GM. they uh, no, 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 but he, uh, but like it was, and so he was like, he was just like this, you know, I don't know, it was comedy relief just because, oh, he doesn't really speak English. Like, uh, no, he, he's an incredibly talented wrestler, um, just you know, sharp, you know, hard kicks, and he has these creative submission holds. Um, you know, uh, and, and I, I always, I enjoyed him so much in ECW when he was tagging with Mikey Whipwreck. I was going to say one of my favorite tag teams of all yeah. time was Whipwreck and Tajiri. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, you know, I mean, the matches with, uh, Super Crazy are some of the most, you know, some of the, some of the crazy, you know, some of the classic, you know, matches on EC, ECW were with him. Uh, so when he moved over, I was excited. I mean, when he first came out, I was like, oh, this is awesome. But I just, no, I mean, I don't think they really did much with him. And I got to be honest. And the part of the reason why I'm mentioning this is because Nakamura is one of my is my favorite you know wrestler right now. I am. I don't think the I don't think the WWE has a real great way. Uh, uh, aside from Oscar, what they're doing right now with an NXT with with Oscar, I don't think they really have a great track record with with Japanese talent. They they um, don't. And I think one of the reasons is Japanese talent is one of the only. Um, groups that sort of come over that don't come over necessarily with a great grasp of English. Mm-hmm. And um, the W puts a lot of stock in your ability to talk. Yeah. And so it's, right. it just so. ends up being, you know, everybody can't be Mr. Fuji. So, uh, uh, Mr. you know, Fuji is the best. So uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts on um, Yoshitatsu? Cause I always thought he was just sort of what he was in WWE. I didn't realize he sort of had a background in Japan. I mean, I assumed he did, but I didn't know if it was known. And then apparently he'd gone to new Japan with the intention of being like the guy that was going to take apart the bullet club, maybe, or like he was going to be a big thing. He got hurt. So he's not at the moment. I think if I'm, if I'm, if what I'm remembering is correct, but um, so he might've been in that same vein of he's actually a hardcore badass wrestler that just sort of didn't really get any kind of love here in WWE. I mean, other than they hired him and, that I, I that may have been a um, yeah no I, I don't um, I think I may have faded out when he was in the WWE so I, I don't I don't you, you're right that's a name that I should know that I'm not familiar with but um, no no I, I don't know him I, I didn't see him in his stint uh, when when was that uh, it was a couple of years ago that yeah. he was around uh, I don't remember exactly when um, and then for a little while he came back and was doing kind of like this this weird face paint thing. Um, and that lasts like one, one or two you know, appearances, and then he was sort of gone. Hmm. All right. No, I'll have to go look him up, man. I haven't seen Tajiri. Him. I like it. I like it. Tajiri. Yeah, it's a good. That's a good pick. How about you, Joe? You got one yet? Yeah, kinda. Um, he's a current guy, but he's got about ten, eleven years in. Um, and yes, I know he's a two-time champion. Before people start harping on me, but I still don't feel like he's being used the right way. Ziggler. I love Ziggler. Uh... And, uh, yeah, he's been on TV much more lately over the last few months, and he's getting feuds with this one and feuds with that one. But that dude needs to be holding some sort of strap for more than a cup of coffee. And I, I hate that. he, You know, he's probably the one of the hardest workers, one of the most consistent workers. He sells every fucking move, whether it's his or one of the ones he's taking from somebody else. Mm-hmm. And uh, never has a bad match. I don't know why they can't just throw like the IC belt on him for like six or eight months. Let him have a good run with a title. Like I just to me, they they never really used him right. Even when he I, even when he was a champ, like yeah, it was the whole thing with Vicky and it was cool and you know whatever. But I don't. Know, I feel like they're, they're you know he he's not quite a wasted talent because they are they do use him a lot, but I don't I don't feel they're using him right. I have to, I have to admit he's. They're, they're running the risk of like because I used to be right there with you like oh man Ziggler just give him a push man put the belt on him he's great he's and he still is I still think he's a great talent yeah but he's just been sort of at 
the he sort of hit that glass ceiling years ago. Right. Has not managed to break through it, whether it's his fault or the WWE's, to the point now where I'm just kind of like, yeah, he's that guy. He's the good yeah. hand that has good matches, but I don't really give a crap about him as a character. And I want to see maybe he needs a new character. I don't know. Maybe he needs to be repackaged completely. Um, sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, but I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, nah, I don't really want to see the belt on him. I don't care. Mm-hmm. He he's not that great. I mean, he's good, but he's not. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just it's it's wearing off on me a yeah. little bit. And is, is he sort of a, a cur- he's sort of cursed in that people are going to cheer for him anyway, and so they're just like, well, I, we don't need to put a belt on him. Maybe, maybe, or that he sells so well that they they're like, yeah, let's let's get this guy selling for that guy. Who mm-hmm. he'll make him look great? Like, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. Uh, I just know that I'm I've got to the point where I'm like I've stopped pinning my hopes that they'll do something with him. Yeah. And I'm just like, meh. He's like a he's like a mid he's like a mid level mid a mid carder jobber. It's like he he's good enough to wrestle mid card, main event some shows, but he's not like Brooklyn Brawler jobber where he's just there just to lose. Like he's gonna get his fair share of wins too, but ultimately he's really just there to make everybody else look better. He's a guy <laughs> that you can beat and it means something that you beat him because he's Dolph Ziggler and everyone loves right. him. Yeah. But when you think about it and you look at Dolph Ziggler's win-loss record, I'm not sure how how impressive that really would no, be. He's, he's, at best, he's probably right at 500. Like he's, he's not, He never went on any kind of great tear, and he doesn't lose a billion matches either. So No. Not a bad pick. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have heard of that. I'm going I'm to go to the past. A little guy, um, this Ric Flair guy, I wish they could have done something with him. <laughs> you know, I really wish they could have. Of all days, I don't have my soundboard hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I mean, they gave him a little bit of a push. Now they let him go on Stone Cold's podcast. That was cool. Uh, yeah, I didn't nice listen yet, but yeah, and he yeah. has a daughter that's doing some stuff now. Yeah. I mean, but what I think, was it? I think, 16, 16, 16 championships, sixteen-time world champ. Yeah, 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 like that. Nope. yeah um, let me think. God, this is a, this is a good question. I wish this is a question you'd given us last week to think <laughs> about for a week, there, Rick. Um, <laughs> well, I, I thought mean, you're you're not gonna say American Dream. You're gonna say Dusty Rhodes. No, I think I think the WWE gave him exactly what he. Should have had, because okay. he came to the WWE. Don't forget, he, did, he came to the WWE well past his prime, like yeah. well past yeah. his prime. Like he may that may have been the first time some people had ever seen him, because some people were just WWE guys and mm-hmm. didn't watch the NWA guys, and they may they may have heard the name Dusty Rhodes, right. but mm-hmm. didn't know his stuff. But like his stuff back, you know, his stuff with Flair, his stuff with um, uh-huh. um, I'm sure he had stuff with Race, stuff with the Horsemen, his stuff with um, Superstar Billy Graham, all that stuff was great. By the time he went to the WWE, he was well past his prime. He was in his 40s. Like he's, and everyone thinks the polka dots were a rib on him. And whether they were or not, I don't think they were. Um, he got them over. Like they were over like crazy. Like people were like, like they, they, he did what, when he got to the WWE, he did what he should have done. He had some great feuds with some people. He put some people over. He helped, you know, he did, and he, and he entertained the crowd. He had some great feuds with Macho Man. He had some stuff with Honky Tonk. Like he had some stuff with Boss Man. He had some good stuff, good fun stuff. But they weren't going to put the the strap on him. They weren't going to give make him the heavyweight champion and the flagship of their company. He was sort of past that. He's he'd already had his run as as the flagship of a company. Right when he was the NWA champ for I don't know how many times he was the NWA champ. So um, I don't. I think they pushed him just fine. Um, I I'm tempted to say Mr. Perfect. When he was at his height, um, I thought he, I think he could have had a, a good run with the um, IC strap. I think I'm sorry, the uh, world strap. He came at a time like he was there and operating on full, you know, on all cylinders at a time when the WWE was starting to let, like you know, the, the Bret Hart's and and uh, that type, the Shawn Michaels, get titles and be the flagship of their company. Um, so I think I think perfect as a a heel champ would have been pretty cool. I think that I think that would have worked really well. I, I, not that I think the WWE wasted him. I mean, he had a great run with the IC belt, and he was very good. But I think that that might have been something they could have done. Put him. I think he could have handled being heavyweight champ. Yeah, yeah. yeah you no can problem. always use a, a Piper was never champ, and Lawler was never champ. And well, Lawler Lawler didn't come in as a wrestler. Lawler came in uh, like pretty much announcing. Okay. Right, and he'd been champ where he was. Like he was, I mean, no, the fact that he owned the territories, neither here nor there. 
Um, I think he's got the record for most titles. Who's that? Lawler. Oh, really? Like not like Ric Flair's the the most heavyweight championships, but like like all the different. Um, and I guess they're only counting. Um, WWE? like NWA, an NWA or or WWE oh, okay. titles. Because I mean, there's gotta be guys who like flip flop the like the AWA, or they're not gonna look at like the. Like, well, there's the CZW champion. Was he was champion 18 <laughs> times? And people are like, that's not the world champion. Like, they're not counting that shit. Um, but I think I think that Lawler has the record for the most belts, sort of thing, most title reigns, it has various things. Whether it's like the television title or the their version of the IC title, the US title, the the heavyweight title, all that sort of stuff. So, in various companies, Memphis specifically. Um. Yeah, I don't know who else I think should have gotten more of a push than they did. I was um Well then we can just make this like a, a loose end that we tie up, you know, some other future episode that you right. can catch that you can catch on iTunes, right? Because I, I still have, in my opinion, I still have to pick a a, a favorite tag team from two thousand fifteen <laughs> and and I actually have one now. But uh you know, we'll wait for the for the loose end tie up show. Matt. And that gives you plenty of time to come up with an answer to the question for today's topic. Anyone else have anything they want to say for a when Rick goes off on another half hour? Yeah, I have a question I want to direct right at Matt. All right. All right, because you're, you, I mean, I know Rick watches a lot of the NXT too, too, but you're my, you're my go-to NXT guy. All right. American Alpha. Okay. I threw up in my mouth when I first heard it. I threw up a little bit. Like I don't even know what the hell it is. What you oh, you don't know what? It is? Oh, that is. Um, I guess I'm breaking news to the guys on the show. Uh, that is the new tag team name for Jordan and Gable. Oh, is it really? I hate it. That's a American shitty Alpha. name. American Alpha. All right. First of all, it sucks. It's flat out terrible. I really did like fucking throw up a little bit in my mouth when I heard. It. I just dropped my phone. I can't even go back to it. Um, why not? Like instead of American, how about Alpha Americans? Like. American Alpha, like that doesn't make sense to me. It's a dumb name. Really Ooh, dumb. Name. It's my favorite tag team of the 2015. That name sucks. Yeah, why not just leave it Jordan and Gable? It works. Like you don't need. Yeah, I I prefer having a tag team name that not that one. No. Ready and Gable. I mean, I mean, it's so it's just fitting. It's yeah, yeah. American Alpha. I'm not into it either. Let me see. All right, I picked up my phone. Um. American Alpha, the new tag, according to live reports from tonight's NXT TV tapings. Also, it's probably not. It probably didn't make the air yet then. Uh, the name <laughs> American Alpha was previously reported as a new trademark by WWE in December. So that's the new. That's the. That's it. That's your boys, Jordan and Gable, are now American Alpha. Well, that's sitting there. Whoa! I just looked up. I I wanted to see what you're talking about. So um, I looked up. American Alpha NXT, and I get 401 Mania. NXT's American Alpha headed to Evolve, but I think it's headed to an Evolve event. Yeah, they're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, oh. Regal's, take, Regal's taking them to an Evolve event. Yeah, and there's the big NXT American Oh, that's the shittiest name. Shittiest name ever. Thank you. That's, that's cool. uh, boo. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's ending the note. That's a <laughs> down note, in my opinion. But Thanks, what better Tom. way to say this? It's time to fucking tap out. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.